Episode 113. Yeah. Talking Bollocks podcast brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, COB. It's me, Tardy Flower. And today it's just the two of us. Um, we have a couple of questions, a couple of topics to talk about. Zingers. A couple of zingers. A couple of zingers as well. Yeah. And we have Terence's skill journal from his little cameo he made in secondary school. Yeah. So I found that journal a few days ago. Yeah. The notes in it are funny. So we said we'd bring them in, read them out, and give you a bit of an insight to what skill was like for me. For the Terry Penis fella. Yeah. Right, do you say you have singers? There's a singer on this and it's little. Will I, I'm going to jump straight into that then, yeah? Come on, go on. Right, here we are. All right, someone texts us, right? All right, boys. Last week's episode got me thinking. Would you rather cycle the Tour de France in the big bomb show or the fuse a bomb on a push bike? Right, so like, so last week's episode was Ray Lane. He is a former bomb disposal expert, yeah, for yeah. people who are not aware. But what I don't get about that is, what do you mean defuse a bomb on a push bike? Is it just cycling down the road yeah. with a push bike in your hands? Or is it like speed? If the push bike drops below bleeding three kilometres an hour, it's going to blow up like. <laughs> now, nah, well, I said this already. I know you don't have a five face. He'll defuse a bomb with one hand on a push bike. Handy. Better than Rayland. Yeah. Like, I'd love to know how they get to the stage. I can barely cycle a bike. Can you do a wheelie? <laughs> no. Do, do you feel like you had no childhood because you can't do a wheelie? Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Probably can't do a wheelie, and I swear to God. Like, all my mates, hopeless. all my mates can do mad stuff on bikes. But I, I always think, like, how the fuck did you get to the stage where you learned that? Yeah. Like, how someone, you? someone showed me for someone was like, you, you tap the front brake. Yeah. yeah so you're pure stopped. Then you get the pedal up. And you lift as you push the pedal. And I was like, that's class. All I used to do was just come off the back of the bike. Yes, like, yeah. So I was like, how do you stop that? And he's putting a lighter gear. And I was like, hey, do you know what? I'm just going to cycle the skill. Thanks, pal. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got time to be learning how to do wheelies and all. Yes, yeah, sure. I don't know how to get to that stage. But uh, it's not a bad singer. No so, one does wheelies anymore. They're all on electric scooters now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, yeah so I know people who cut the fuse bomb and a pusher. Right. But I definitely couldn't. But what, what kind of bomb? As in, is it like attached to the bike? So you're cycling the bike and trying to do it? Or have you got the bomb in your hands as you're cycling the bike? Ah, the boys cut the red wire hand. Yeah. Now hands. Yeah, but the bow snips, yeah. <laughs> the same bow snips they used to rub the bike. They used to defuse the bomb. But uh, I'd rather do defuse the bomb on a push bike. Did you ever seen them big blading jug on our suits for the fucking the whole locker yokes what they were on about for defusing the bomb sturdy? No, I haven't seen them. You know the jug on that old college you? Yeah. It's that. And what, deal with the Tour de France in there? Yeah. What's your man's name that done the Tour de France and was on the juice and all? Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong wouldn't be able to do that with a Tour de France. Yeah, juice up to the gills. <laughs> that is a fact. Give him any amount of juice, whatever he wants. They should have, yeah. They should have had him down it and that. Give everyone else a fucking <laughs> yeah. chance. Do you know he was never caught? He just owned up to it. They'd no actual concrete evidence that he. You wouldn't want to do a post office with that fella. Yeah, he's squealing the gaff down. Boy, if you're late, are you living the high life and Lance Armstrong just goes into the Bridewell and so just like, look, it was me. They were on the verge of catching him, so he just owned up to it, but like, they'd never actually fully said, oh, you're at the testing positive of the show. So they didn't catch him? No, we owned up to it. No, they, suppose we on the verge of catching him. On the verge doesn't count. No, it doesn't. It's off the bar, isn't it? They know, they know, yeah. they know until <laughs> you're proven guilty, isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> he came out with the sound up to it. He done a podcast about it. Well, he's on, he was on Oprah, and then uh, he's on Joe Rogan, and then there's a documentary. Was he on Joe Rogan? Yeah, years ago. Yeah, go back and find it, and then uh, 
there's a documentary about him as well. And he's talking about it. He's just like, yeah, it's worth it. But he was saying, so he he was the best ever. Like he was winning by bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles like Tom Daly in the swimming, didn't he? He's he's Tom the guy, is he? Diver, bro. You're on about Michael oh. Phelps. Michael Phelps, that's yeah. the one. He's the most Olympic medals. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. But like this fella was like, he was on a scrambler and the rest of them were on bleeding push bikes, basically. You know what I mean? He was yeah. smoking them all. But he said that. So what they done was, do you know when he came first and everyone yeah. else that came second, they gave them his first place. You're like, he won in 2005, so whoever came second is the winner now. Get rid of him. Are oh, they going to do that with City in the lake? That's what I was look, Relegate them down to the conference. But what he said was, they, yeah, I owned up to it, but if they were really honest about it, you'd be giving it to the like, person in 20th place. Because supposedly all the boys are using in the Tour de France. That's what Lance Armstrong said. He bringing everyone yeah. to Asia. Squealing. Dog. Everybody. He, like I said, you wouldn't want to do a post office with that. He's going him. down, he's bringing everyone down. We're in, but yeah, no one else got caught anyways, at least I don't think. He's but anyways. Dog of a man. Diffusing bombs on push bikes. Right, I'm going to go down the tour de France. Right, he's listening. I'm going to have to take the blower out here to have a quick look. So... The first question on this is, loved last week's episode with the bomb disposal expert. So many of your guests have such interesting lives. If you could swap lives with one of them, who would you pick? So I'm going to go in and see who we've had in the podcast and have a quick flick through <laughs> um, and tell you who, whose life I'd like. Have you any off the top of your head? You have a great life, Calvin. Do I, yeah? Yeah. Sound. Who are you going with? <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever see when people suggest guests and be like, should I have this fella on? He was locked up at 12, yeah. He was on heroin by 10. And you're like, there's no criteria. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to have a life of fucking you're criminality to, deal, to come you on. You need to have convictions if you want to go out to this podcast. <laughs> and that's the issue that I have here. Because if I'm swapping lives after they were stretch, isn't yeah. it? Like, Willie, why has a good life? But I don't want to do a stretch. Like, yeah. <laughs> you have to go back in time and all. Uh, I'm flicking through. Well, it was a good life. John Cabner has a handy. Does he, yeah? Oh, you think so? No, he's over in Vegas now with the boys coaching and all. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad, yeah. What not... a few quid. He's definitely got a few bob in the back pocket. Um, Kilio? Come here. That's but not a bad show. It's not a bad show, no, but like... But like he was standing... mixing with tail pack and Biggie and all yeah, back in the day. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Driving the Flash's cars, banging the bad, baddest bitches, as he as said. He said yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we don't have any panicking and all now. Um, <laughs> I'm not panicking. Jane, Gavin, Power, swap lives with them. Them boys have a handy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with <laughs> I take Ardlow Hannon's life handy, I would. Uh, whose life would I take? Does it have to be a male? No, you can take a female. Jenny Kane is there, RJ. She has some life. Yeah, there you go. That's the movie's thing. Kane's not bad. Bishop's not bad yet. Des Bishop can speak Chinese. So we were talking about this the other day, Calvin, yeah? Mm. Like off the podcast. Not, nothing got to do with the podcast. And you were saying you'd love to learn another language and yeah. be fluent in it. Yeah, I, I regret not learning another language when I was younger. Like in school or something. Do you know what I mean? Did you not have to do another language in school? Yeah, but you didn't fucking learn it. Don't French, but like... It's like down. Irish, can you speak Irish? No, I don't know anyone that can speak Irish. But, uh, we leave school and we just forget, don't we? You're, you're doing Irish from five years of age till you're 18 and no one comes out speaking Irish. How can you learn language for 13 years and not know how to talk? Like, like I know nothing in Irish. No. Do you know what I mean? Falje, Slanche, Fuinog, that's it. <laughs> Barnia. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but supposedly when you're young, it's easy to learn another language and the older you get, the harder it gets. And the, the older you get, the harder it gets to learn another language. 
to pick her up like how do they even play off that so I don't know they obviously done a bit of research right. but uh, I would have loved them to, to be able to speak another language what language would you speak Spanish why Spanish I just feel like you'd use it a lot more like, do you know what I mean? Where speak Spanish in the world? Obviously Spain, right? Uh, everywhere in South America except Brazil. So that's all Spanish? That's all Spanish. Is that not Portuguese? No, Brazil is. Right. And every other country is Spanish. Yeah? Right. Then Spain, uh, there's places in the Caribbean, loads of places in America. Like, in America, the languages are in English and Spanish. The signs are in English and in Spanish. So John way over here. In America? Yeah, John way over here, it's English and in Irish. Yeah. Over there, it's English and Spanish. That's a mad one. Yeah. Hispanic people living there. Like Mexicans and all, yeah. So... How do we grant that? There's Bishop. Yeah. So what language would you like to... Like, if you could speak any other language, what would it be? I don't know. Like, what's it... See, you picked one that you can use nearly everywhere, didn't you? Well, not nearly everywhere, but it would come in handy. Yeah. See, that's what I would go for. Is something that's like... What's the, se- what's the second language? Like, what's the most used language? Mandarin. Chinese, what? yeah. Chinese? Yeah. So theirs was on the ball? Yeah. Well, that's what they say, but I think that's because there's like over a billion Chinese people. Okay, so let, what's well, second? I, I think it, it might be English or something. I'm not too sure, but I don't think that's right because I'd want one that spoke widely. You know what I mean? Like if you fly to France, many people are speaking Mandarin. Yeah. If you fly to fucking Brazil, many people. Why are you calling Mandarin. the Mandarin? That's what it's called. Not Chinese, no? No, it's a certain dialect of Chinese. There's different dialects. But, that's uh, mad. Yeah. Most places you go to, they speak English. I remember we went to France with, when I was in school years ago and I went in and ordered in French and they won't give me the order back in English and I was like I must be dored at French <laughs> but like they all speak English you go to Spain you order in English do you all understand you yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. when we were in Cuba actually no one spoke English now that I say that. nobody barely anyone spoke English what they speak Spanish yeah that's kind of what, that was playing in my mind because that was the most recent one you know what I mean mm. and then my board she lived in Barcelona a couple of years ago for a while and then she was like yeah 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 I know what they're saying and also I was like yeah you order and she was like Oh no! And then just pointing at the menu, I was like, "Anyone could have fucking done that, you mad cunt!" <laughs> right, Melvin, on, Melvin, on, give us. Now, hang on. What language are you picking? Chinese. Yeah, you and yeah. Des Bishop having conversations. <laughs> that makes Eating me the back off everybody. No one knows what they're saying. <laughs> you ever see the clips of him speaking Chinese? Yeah, it's lethal. Joe and Elsa, you ever see Darren Hill speaking Portuguese? That's lethal. one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. One of the most impressive things ever. Yeah, speaking Portuguese in a Scouse accent. But yeah, here <laughs> right. we are. Next question. Do you ever do something stupid that was so stupid you're proud of it? That's a tough question, bro. It is. See, that's not an on-the-spot question, that. No, but I can think of something that was, like, it was stupid, but I got a funny reaction out of it. Right. And, like, sometimes the boys bring her up, like, remember you did that? So, remember when Chelsea played Bayern Munich in the Champions League final? Yes. We were down the Sheriff Hall watching that, yeah? In Sheriff Street, obviously, yeah? And for some reason, everyone that was there was watching the one telly. Do you know in the pub there's loads of tellies, but everyone was watching the one telly, yeah? And Drogba stepped up for the winning penalty, didn't he? And I was standing at the telly. And as he stepped up, I went to one of the boys and goes, hey, look at this. And as he went to, <laughs> the, as he went to take the penalty and knock the telly off. <laughs> what was the reaction? Oh, mate, I've never got so much abuse of so many people <laughs> in such a short space of winning in my life. Everyone's like, you're fucking stupid, EJ. What are you doing, you stupid cunt and all? They knocked it back on. Chelsea's over in the corner celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember, yeah, I remember uh, turning around laughing. Oh, that's the, a bad one. You servers get. Oh, Kevin, I'd, I'd, I'd give you a belt of a point. I yeah. swear, my man. But like the boys are always jumped. There was a big match on the like, you know, <laughs> sheriff. Ball. That's a good one. Yeah. Go See, I know that one is cool as that. That's very good. I just think I just it's only because that is the stupidest thing I'd ever heard. But I really enjoy it. Look, if I was in that pub, I'd be 
dying laughing. Mm. But I'd be like, I'll smash his head in, do you get me? Another thing that pops into my head as well, right? Because these moments that do happen, see when I'm out with the boys, mm. especially when they had a few drinks, they start reminiscing. I'd be like, remember when we done this and that happened and that happened, yeah? Yeah. One of the, one of the days, uh, the boys are out after me and having a few drinks and we went to the curry shop, right? So like, yeah, you get a takeaway, but I walk home and there was someone in the curry shop and he got smart with one of the boys, right? But he was also one of the other boys' cousin. So he's in the middle separating it. Yeah. And the fella he got smart with was fuming because he's like, you're picking up on him. He's at the stand on me. You can fuck off now. And they're trying to settle each other down. They're like, are oh, you fine with me? Blah, blah, blah. So we left the curry shop. Your man went the other way. We left the curry shop. We're walking home, four and one in your hand, right? And he's like, will you stop fine with me? And he's like, no, fuck off, Amy. Fuck off, fuck off. Arguing, arguing, yeah. And there was a football on the side of the road, yeah? <laughs> right? And out frustration, instead of fighting with, with his mate, he goes, fuck off. And he turned around and he buried the football, yeah? <laughs> but as he kicked the football, someone cycled past. Oh, no. <laughs> and the ball hit the front wheel. And your man buckled. And I just remember, I had a ball in one of my And I could see sparks on the ground of your man's bike. And he was about 40 foot down the road, covered in road rash and all the poor fella. And he was shouting. <laughs> and I was like, what are the chances? How unfortunate do you have to be? Yeah. Because see, when he turned around to kick the ball, like he didn't look, he just turned and kicked the ball in frustration. And he hit your man's front wheel and he buckled. And I swear to God, that is top three funniest things I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I remember the sparks coming up off the road and all. I'm going to name him. Was Ryan O'Brien who kicked the ball? <laughs> and he's proud of it. He loves it. I swear to God. So you're at the deal one for Ryan O'Brien. That was the funniest thing. Up there, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Right. Next one, right? Lads, I totally ignored Valentine's last week as I'm only seeing this girl for two months. But now she's upset with me and saying I should have gotten her something. I don't know how to apologise without insulting her more. I just know the first thing out of my mouth will be something stupid like I forgot about you or I didn't think we were that serious. Should I just ignore and wait for her to get over it? I don't have to address it. <laughs> Woo! Um. <laughs> what? Oh. Without insulting her. Uh, yeah, I think you just wait for her to grow over it, isn't it? Like, nah, you've yeah. seen her a wet day. If that's because if you're going to get her something now to make up for it, why didn't you get her something for Valentine's Day? Because you can uh, say, you can say, like, I didn't know we were that serious, lovely, you know what I mean? But obviously, we are. There's a box of chocolates, a bunch of flowers, and the mold on this book for the weekend. Do you get me? I don't know. That's, a, that's what I would do, anyways. I'd be like, look, at, we're only seeing each other on a wet day and blah, blah, blah. Simple as. <laughs> Why? You're like, get me off this question. Yeah, because I... I you hate Valentine's Day anyways. Yeah, not even that, but young people are only together a wet day and they're going on as if like, Jesus, I love you and all. Like, you don't... I bet you she hasn't even farted in front of you yet, you know what I mean? Yeah, You're yeah. not that serious, like... Yeah. So, I'd just be like, look, we're only seeing each other a wet day. We'll see what happens for when, whenever the next one. We might get you an Easter egg or something. See what happens. <laughs> right, 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 right. Go up the next one. Uh, do either of you have any hobbies we don't know about? Taryn's a stamp collector or amateur astronomer. Calvin, you secretly mad for cooking. Said K E. Now I actually can't well I can cook, I just don't cook. Yeah. I'm one of them people like, do you know when you offer someone a cup of tea? I make them a poxy cup of tea, so they never ask me to make them a cup of tea again. That's bad form, bro. I think it's big brain thinking now. Big brain, but it's bad form. Yeah. Like definitely. I take pride in my cups of tea. Yeah. Do you get me? I've made you plenty of cups of tea, by the way. 
remember someone pulled us on the weekend. I was like, lads, I remember listening to you. And Terrence had that big mug of tea. And I was like, yeah. oh. How does he remember that? How does he remember that? And then I remember I made you that cup of tea. Now, was it coffee? No, it was tea. Because I remember in the episode we were saying, you had a basin full of tea. A, a big, big sports cup. direct yeah. cup. Yeah. The boys know what I'm on the yeah. and you said. Had to pull two kettles for it. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> but now, uh, any secret hobbies? I don't know about hobbies now, but like, I'm a big geek. Mad into like, like nerdy shit and all. Are you? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I don't, this is nearest to me, go on. Yeah, mad into Star Wars now. That doesn't make it a geek, I don't think. No, I'm not. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, like, my board would say to me, I am a big geek, yeah. Uh, and just taking all those facts. Look, I know like proper scumbags who like love Star Wars and all. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Them, like they're out robbing push bikes Monday to Friday, nine to five, and then they're going home and watching Star Wars yeah. after. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're up in court in the morning, they're sitting up watching Star Wars and yeah. Marvel films. Yeah. Do you get me? Love Marvel films as well, but I think that's a bit mainstream anyways. It's common to like that. Favourite yeah. film is Back to the Future. Bet you didn't know that. Never seen it. Yeah. What a film. That's probably, I wouldn't even say it's a secret. Just, that, what, do you call that a hobby? No, it wasn't a hobby. It's just something that maybe people don't know about us. Yeah, I don't. I don't have... Do you know what? Do you know what I hate? Like, do you know when I'm in work and someone new joins and they're like, so introduce yourself and uh, tell us something interesting about you. And I'd be like, oh, I'm Calvin and uh, I like football. You know what I mean? It makes you realise how bored you are. Yeah. Like, what's your hobbies? I don't have any hobbies. Do a podcast. Is that a hobby? Don't know, maybe. Yeah, it is, yeah. But... I like going out. Who doesn't like going out? For fuck's sake. That's a real hard question. Anything that someone asks you about yourself is a real hard to answer, I think. So tell me a bit about yourself, I'm like, bollocks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a hobby. I don't hate when people like, like going out for walks and all. I'm like, yeah, so like that's human should do that. Like, get out of here, every now and again. Yeah. But like, you talk to some people, like, do you have any hobbies? And like, oh, I'm in a band, I like playing music and all, like sound. Yeah, I'm just fucked. Like, when yeah, I'm just sitting in the gaff, play a bit of wars on with the boys, have a dog. And I do a podcast. <laughs> Did you read the last one on that? <laughs> so I'm at the reading through this one. You haven't read this one yet, no? No. <laughs> Lads, I loved the episode last week with Ray. His stories about defusing the bomb were insane. Got me wondering, would you rather, right? Get an hour's training from Ray and have to walk up to a thousand kg bomb and try to defuse it? Or... <laughs> Lick the path on O'Connell Street from O'Connell Bridge <laughs> all the way up to the Rotunda. <laughs> there's more, I got there's more. And you'll be licking the path on a Sunday morning at 7 a.m. just as the sun comes up and heats up the filth on the path and makes it fresh. But it's not a bomb at least. Anyway, go look with your decisions. <laughs> That's a cracker. That's a proper singer. That is it's a good one of them where you can't just answer. No. Because I'm genuinely thinking about walking up to that bomb. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking death is a high possibility. How long training? An hour. Oh, an hour's training only. Yeah. Ah, me, the pad, bro. No way. Now, an hour, one hour training off Ray Lane to walk up and a thousand kilo bomb. Yeah, but come here, death is a high possibility on both of them. Good chance you won't be yeah, that bomb. Good true. chance you're going to die licking that pad. <laughs> You'd be dead by the GPO. <laughs> Your yeah, tongue would be inside out by pennies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad one. I don't think I'll get there. Genuinely, all honesty, if you give me them two options, I can't walk up to a bomb after an hour's time. I can't. There's a, I'd say there's an 80% chance you're going to fuck her up. Yeah. And you're going to be blown into smithereens. 
lick in the path, we can hit a lick. How much distance can you cover with one lick? Two, <laughs> two or three inches? Two or three inches, yeah? How much distance can you cover one lick? How long? A couple of inches, maybe? I don't know. I reckon we could lick the length of my arm with one lick. Yeah, so a couple of inches. Your arm? That's a few feet, no? Feet? Right? Yeah. From your, your wrist to your shoulders, about bleeding three foot, bro. Three foot? About two and a half. From fingertip to fingertip is six foot with me. Fingertip to fingertip. Why? Because you're six foot? Right. Is that literally what that is? That, that's what that is, yeah. For everybody? I wouldn't say for everybody, but for, for your arm would be about that. From your wrist, yeah. From well, your wrist three, no? to your elbow, yeah. It's the length of your foot. Just for people that's listening there, I'm at the point of my runner up to me wrist and my elbow, and it fits perfect. And Terence is baffled by that. <laughs> you didn't know that? So did you figure that out yourself? No, someone told me. Right, right. I was saying, we said, well, you were sitting in the gap one day, like, and just went, that's mad. Yeah, like a bleeding Rubik's cube, twisting <laughs> and turning. No, and then uh, your fist is the size of your heart, and then your two fists together is the size of your brain. Is this like proven? Do you get me? Look her up, bro. You know, I never liked you. Come Anyways. On. You say you cover, right? We'll be generous. You can cover 12 inches with one lick, right? How fucking long is O'Connell Street? Has to be over a kilometre. No, it's not. It's about a kilometre. Yeah, but you're going from the bridge to the rotunda? Yeah, that's about a kilometre. Less. Less? 900 metres. We say a kilometre. Yeah, we'll, we'll give or take one kilometre. Or an hour trying to stop a bomb. Think about it. A bomb. I know, but hell, you're not just licking one kilometre, Terry. Like, one kilometre of O'Connell Street after a Saturday night. You know what I mean? Outside McDonald's and all, there's be fucking up, bro. People could have been getting sick and all. And it's seven in the morning, so the carbo haven't even came around and cleaned that up yet. And you have to lick that. I'm, I'm licking. 100% I'm licking. But see, I'd like to think, is there like a basic thing you can do in bomb disposal without getting it complicated and be like, if you see these wires, you do this and that and boom, that's the fundamental and then you get complicated. And can he teach you that in an hour? Like, do you know the way, supposedly, yeah, they could teach you how to land the plane over the air traffic control. Someone like if you're on the plane now and a pilot is in the tower, he can tell you how to land that plane. I don't believe that. Would you, you land that? the plane? Yeah, land no. the plane. I don't do you believe that? Yeah. Like the, the information is that easy to land the plane. How do Ryanair got a show wrong every time then? <laughs> no, honestly. You knock your engine bro. off and you get into Dublin airspace and just cruise. I don't understand. You're telling me some bloke can give me and you an airpiece and say, look, land the plane this way. Ryanair trained pilots bounce her off the floor every time. Because you knock the engine off to save petrol. I, I'm convinced they do that. Yeah, they do. 50 feet up, they just go, do you know what? Off. Yeah. Look, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. That's the look. It's like in your car, you stopped at the traffic lights, you stop starting. That's where it is. Yeah. But they do the stop. 54 above the plane. <laughs> right, back to the oak. I know you're licking the path with me. Well, two of us will be licking the path right up to the rotunda, and that's a fact. Because we're not walking up to a bomb or an hour. An hour is nothing. Yeah, but come out. If it's not one of these introductions to fucking bomb training, so a bomb is a complicated device. Just show me circuits. Show me this is how you wear a bomb, or this is how you wear a bomb, or this. It's either A, B, or C. I'm, take, I'm disposing the bomb, bro. You ever see me call you? I'm always the one in disposing the bomb. <laughs> always disposing the bomb. Disposing the bomb. I think Ray Lang could give me a year's training and then offered me to go up to a bomb that was 50 kg. Yeah. And I'd say no. I don't think the kg matters. A bomb is a bomb. Yeah. If yeah, it's yeah. one kilo or whatever, it's going to go out and kill you. If it's a thousand, it's going to go out and kill you and a few more people. Yeah. You're still dying. Yeah. I'm just thinking the effort of like, all that bleeding path, bro. 
the little tracks and all. Like you'd rather like risk like death than just lick. I think you're risking death licking the path. No, I'd agree with you. I would. Right, we're going around the circles here. Yeah, I'm going. Well, I'm going to lick the path. I'm taking the training. Remember the path licked you. Oh, bro, don't even talk to me about that. I still jump out of my sleep in the middle of the night thinking about that. Do you ever do something so embarrassing, yeah? Like 10 years ago. And like, flashbacks you, and, like, and you still think about it. Yeah. And you still get that feeling. Yeah. I get that feeling. And you're like, what am I worried about before it's done? Like, yeah. yeah. I remember, like, I'm going to give you an audition, but I'm going to already. I remember uh, the one of the big heads was coming over when I walked where I used to work my old job, yeah? One of the big heads was coming over from England, right? And like, I'm in the short and tying the slacks and all. And if they. You have to be professional, do you get me? So he comes in and everyone's greeting him and the whole lot. And I, I was going on my break. I didn't know he was coming in at this stage. So the bottle of Lucas had in my hand. So the boss of the shop caught me off <laughs> to greet him. Be like, this is Terence. He's one of our managers and this is whatever. And he put his hand out to shake my hand. But because I had the bottle of Coke in my hand, I shook his hand with two fingers. <laughs> Rather than just putting it in the other hand and shaking it. Yeah. And I can't. Oh, I'm going late. I can't stop thinking about why did I not just swap hands and, and shake his hand like a man and look him yeah. in the eye. I just took two fingers out and he shook me two fingers. Yeah. Do like you get me? When someone says happy birthday and you say you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get in a hotel and you go enjoy your stay and you go, yeah, you too. Yeah. So I can go home and all. Right. Next question, Calvin. Yeah. This is long winded as well. A new guy has joined my office and is sitting beside me. At first I would chat to him and try to make him feel welcome, but now he thinks we're best friends. He keeps telling me loud and inappropriate stories that I don't want to hear and will not stop talking when I'm clearly trying to do my work. I even put in headphones to block him out and even that barely works. Recently he discovered that my house is along his route to work and we've ended up walking together. I can tell other people in the office feel the same way about him and I don't want everyone to think we're friends. What should I do? Start cycling the walk. You still have to put up with a minute muck. Hand in your notice. <laughs> Next question. It's not worth the hassle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, genuinely, start cycling the walk. That's one way you won't see him. And Would you it, not just tell him? Well, fuck off, mate. You're annoying me. Would you? Legit? If you were in that situation, would you tell someone they're annoying you? Yeah, but you have to see them then every day. You know what I mean? And like, walk is already awkward enough as there is. Awkward. Yeah, with some people, like you know what okay. I mean. Because like you're not really friends with them, but like you spend eight hours a day with them. Yeah. So there is like you have to be delicate with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say hey, I'm just trying to get this done. I'll talk to you in a few minutes. You know what I mean? Every day. <laughs> Every day I'm trying to get this done. I'll talk to you in a few yeah. minutes. Yeah. That's where you're going with. I'm bouncing early, so you can bounce out early, isn't it? If you but, start cycling, you get to walk quicker yeah. and earlier. You be oh, there before yeah, he yeah. starts. You leave before he finishes. Yeah. And you'd be fit. As a fiddle. There you go. Home quick, fast, then as well. Just saying. Listen, you're in a sticky situation, whoever you're at. But, uh, what would you do? I'd, I'd say, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're born in the ears, aren't you? Right? No, nah, in a nice way. Like, listen, you're actually annoying me. <laughs> That's it's not a nice way about telling someone they're annoying you. Oh, yeah, no, I'd say, yeah, look, I'm just trying turn, to get this done, yeah. If you were on a date, Calvin, yeah. Good. And I was mad awkward. Yeah. This just had to pop into my head now, yeah, because I had this conversation recently. Would you tell the person that's awkward like if you didn't want to sit through the day? Yeah. There's Would an awkward yeah? silence, isn't there? Like, so like I, I said that I would, yeah. Yeah, but you don't think you would now, thinking about it? Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I think I'd overthink it. Yeah. And I, I think we're more comfortable in every situation that we can get put into after doing this podcast 
Because yeah. there's been times where things have been awkward and we've said it to people. And you're like, Rory, you may as well just put it out there like we move past it. And I know dates will be awkward. You're sitting there and, you know what I mean, you barely know each other. I don't think they should be. Yeah, but they can be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because two of you could be nervous. That's why I would never like go on like a day after like... Barely like, knowing them like... Bar- like I'd never be- seen them before or something. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. really like to, to know someone, to have spoke to them. Mm. Do you get me? I yeah. don't think I'd go on like a random date with like say yes Tinder yoga or something. You see someone on Instagram, yeah, yeah and he texts you. I don't think I'd just go on a date then. Yeah. Based off like physical attraction. Yeah. Do you get yeah, me? Yeah, I get you. Hundred percent get you. So like I think like if I met someone who I've known over the years and I know that they chat you and whatever, I'd go on a date then. Yeah. There's something there that's Because big. if there's if you go on a date, I don't want to be in that situation where you're like, oh, this is awkward. Yeah. Like, I'd say it's, it's very awkward, isn't it? Yeah, you piss in the shower. <laughs> Get that old chest up. Yeah, make them more <laughs> awkward. <laughs> um, <laughs> someone said to me before that they don't like going away with their missus because, like, say you got away for two weeks or whatever, boy, day three, you've nothing left to talk about. And what the be- fuck do you do if you live with your board? So this is what I was saying. Look, I've never had that issue when I'm with my board on holiday. But I don't think you can ever, and I mean, Ever run out of stuff to talk about? Yeah, but they're saying like, boy, day three, I sitting at breakfast and be like, oh, cross on to nice auntie, yeah. Oh, look, no, it's nice day today. And I'm like, how is that happening to you? How like, if you, you went out day? last night, yeah. Or like, if you went for dinner last night, yeah. Or, like, there is a billion things to talk about. Or even, do you see the show on Instagram? That's bleeding mad, isn't it? Even yeah. if it's not something about Ali, and then you just anything, talk yeah. Do you get me? So people are getting awkward with their own boards. Imagine what they're going to be like on a first date with someone. I don't, uh, I don't envy them. I was at a wedding the other night, right? Shout out to Cass and Kev, big fans of the podcast. Congratulations. Legends. Congratulations. Someone texted me the next day after and said, I, I say, yeah, there's team coming out of your ears after everyone taught me. And I said, yeah, come out. I was just as bad as everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was one time, because I remember being in the smoking area, yeah, and I was telling somebody a story. But when I started the story, there was only two of us there. And when the story finished, there was about 10 people. <laughs> right? And I finished and I was really loud. And I looked and everyone was looking at me. I was like, they're at the end of that whole story. I remember how born in the ears of people. Yeah, I always catch you doing that night, too. I love born in the ears of people. Like people, they'd be like, I don't want to born the ears of these boys, bro. And then Calvin just grabs them. Hit the little Ewan up reverse. Your episode? Yeah, let's go. Blah, blah, blah. Straight let's, in yeah. deep. Yumpless. Like, I just want to go home, Calvin. Yeah. It's four o'clock. Yeah, what's in the drug decriminalization? <laughs> Boom. And they're like, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Make them regret. <laughs> no, but I like it. Do you know what? So does anyone ever pull him? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. And yeah. then you get into it. I, I enjoy talking about the podcast. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I really do. I don't mind. People think that's a hindrance. I really enjoy it. Because yeah. that's what we're doing. What we're doing now. We're talking. Just talking. And then when we have a guest here, we're just talking. Yeah. Maybe about them or something that they've done. And then when someone else comes in and they're like, I really enjoyed this. Thought you could have done that better. Why don't you try this? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then you could branch off about a topic and be like, what do you think it is? Blah, blah, blah. And then the ball's rolling and you're just talking to people. And yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I enjoy it as well. I think people are like hesitant. Yeah, people think that it's like, well, like if you go up to a comedian, they're like, ah, tell us a joke. No, it's not like that. No, yes. but the, the old chest, I hate this, right? And it still happens every single day. People come up and go, you're talking bollocks. Oh, yeah. Someone said that to me. Someone said that to me. And three people turn around and goes, bet you never heard that one before. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't have to because say it. when you think about it, like. Oh, it's the lowest hanging fruit. 
in terms yeah. of jokes and I swear to God when I hear people do, laughing I'd be like I'd love to be a comedian because you would think I'm hilarious yeah. if they're laughing at that do you know, do you know what I, like I don't I'm gonna generalise here yeah because it's definitely the most common one yeah do you know like if I'm walking down the road it's always like a builder's van or a worker's van yeah. and they roll the window down and go you're talking bollocks yeah, stop talking bollocks yeah oh, like yeah. alright yeah. mate blame your gas yeah alright Kevin Hart oh my god two Kevins and a bleeding man <laughs> both of them are comedians going to do a day's graph <laughs> yeah Right, the end of this big huge joke. Like, genuinely, yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take me to rate this. Can we give her a bash? Do you want me? Happy All right, go on. Lads, I recently moved in with a friend who was renting a house from our uncle. It's a lovely gaff, three bed, and in good nick. He's had it for years and rented it out a while ago, offered it to my friend because he knew she was struggling to find somewhere to live. The rent is reasonable too, so I've no complaints there. But you will notice I said it's a three bed and there's only two of us. And lads, in the third bedroom, there's a mystery. <laughs> oh my lips, my God, what the fuck? Let me explain. Right. My housemate's uncle said we could have the house, but he'd need to keep that room locked at all times. He wouldn't say why. Oh my God. Can I just stop that there? I know somebody who's renting a gaff off, a family member, and there's a bedroom in the gaff locked. And I think that's mad weird. There's a bedroom, like imagine... Ah, uh, but if it's your family... Oh, Imagine no. your auntie said, Terence, I have a spare gaff there, you can rent it there, the rent is X amount of month, sound. But there's a bedroom there, you can't go into. Do, like, do you know, I'm, I'm glad that, like, me and my... And, like, I think all of us, like, everyone I know are really, like, open about everything. None of us hide that, so we're like, what's in that? Why is that bed? Like, we'd ask the question, yeah. but I think people is like, oh, you better not ask, because something... Probably. I'm like, what's in the bed? You're look, living in the fucking gap. Open the fucking door. You're living in the gap. I think that's mad weird, because then I'd be like, do you not trust me? You let me live in the gaff and you take the rent off me, but you don't trust me. You, you have to leave it all locked. Yeah, but what That's if it's spooky, bro? What if, what if they're convinced it's haunted? So they keep it locked? Yeah. Ghosts yeah, can go yeah. through walls. What are you just locking the fucking door? What if the ghost only likes that now? It doesn't come out. It doesn't go to Jack's. It doesn't do nothing. Oh, it's still rather like the door open. What if something fell in the room or something? You know what I mean? Go and pick it up. Yeah, sorry, Pat. Don't pick that up. Really finish the story because of shit. shit. Hey, yeah, hey, I swear hey. my mind's like this. <laughs> Let me explain. My housemate's uncle said we could have the house, but he would need to keep that room locked at all times. He wouldn't say why. Beyond saying he had his own personal things he wanted to keep in the house, so he felt it was best to put them all in the spare room. Right, that makes sense. I get it. It's a storage room for him. He sometimes comes over when we're out and when we come back the window in that room was open. A few weeks ago he left her open during the cold snap so the entire gap was freezing. I forced my friend to call him she hates calling him normally and tell him to come over and close it. He just said he's not around so we can't make her over but he says we can't go into the room and could we not just turn up the heat? Lads, I'm getting worried. What's in there? Why does whatever it is need the fresh air? I think I'm starting to hear noises from that room but it's quite possible that's in my mind playing tricks on me. I think the room needs to be open. Do you know what my first trial of thought is? Like, is he banging out a bit of the stuff? Legit. Like, is he banging out a bit of stuff, right? He knows the smell's going to start going through the gaff. Open the window. Trying to help it. Pops in every so often, goes into the room, gets really neat, sells it. Yeah. Do you know bags I mean? are up. Do you know what I mean? That's my first thought. Because it's not haunted. Like, there's not voodoo dolls in there. That, that's what that's someone genuinely at the send that though. Yeah. So someone's actually in that predicament. Yeah, but I think they're exaggerating. I reckon it's not that big of a deal and they're like, I'm going to make this into a story. And now we're at the reading her house, so well done on you. What if the uncle finds out who it is? 
Yeah. What it's about. Because it sounds pretty like that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's can't, can't be that many people doing that. Like, you'd want to hope he's not a fan of this podcast. If you're at Grove and open the door, you might Yeah, yeah, you. bleeding dope. Yeah, when you open the door. And if you're good at banging out the stuff, you'd know how much is in there. So if you win the next one and it's gone, you know who's at it. Yeah. How about that? That's a match. To be honest, the noise is not. Do you ever deal with that? Sometimes you'll be in the gaff, right? And the, it's just the gaff settling, like. No, but sometimes you'll be. This is mad, bro, yeah? This is real, what I'm about to say to you, yeah? Right. Say if I'm sitting in the gaff, yeah. right? And there's no noise, right? I can say to myself, right? <laughs> Legit, right? I can say to myself, imagine if there's a ghost in this gaff. Yeah. And I can hear noises and creaks. It's just the gaff settling, though. That's what they call it. Yeah, no. You ever be sitting in that gap and you just heard like a crack and you're like, what? Like, what is that? Do you know what sometimes happens when I have the heat and I'm not the radiator on? Sometimes the radiator just goes, boom! What the radiator? Yeah. I think the heat, I think the heat makes it expand. Yeah. And it's just boom! Yeah. And like, you're rattling in the gap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if I want to hear creaks, I can hear creaks. Do you ever, you probably get it in your mask after you hear other people running up and down the stairs like next door and all. No. Did you never hear that? No, it's not attached to the... Yeah, in my mask after you can hear people next door and then, you know, shit like that. Yeah. People do me like Remember the alarm in my mask after? Yeah. I was talking about that the other day to somebody and you, you for years said you couldn't hear that. Never and heard it. Yeah, fucking did. Never heard it. Wouldn't so, tell you a lie, bro, on the Babby's life. Before we never, ever heard that alarm. If you go back to listen to any episode <laughs> before episode 29, you'll hear there's a smoke alarm Beeping, you know, the battery needs to be changed. And I said this to Terrence loads of times. He's like, oh, I've never heard that. But I remember doing an episode with you, right? And we talked about this and then we moved on and then it beeped and you you twitched. Nah, Because it kind of frightened you. And I was like, that cunt has had to hear that. Do you honestly think I was living in that gaff for that yeah. amount of years? 100%. And I got a fright no, because the thing beeped. No, you didn't get a fright. Like, it beeped and like you kind of got curious about it. You know what I mean? Not a fright, but. You twitched as if to say it's had to happen, and I could see it in your face. You're wrong. You hear that? Yeah, I know you hear that. I know you're wrong. You I tell you the gospel truth, right? I used, I, I'd never heard that in the gaff, never did. Right. But I remember you, you say it to me, and I couldn't hear it. And you'd be like, dude, you hear that? And I'd be like, no, I didn't hear it. You definitely did hear it. When I listened back to an episode, I didn't. I swear in my man's life, bro. You don't even look at me. That's true. So in the old, right? I'm only messing. And uh, when I used to listen back to the episodes, I could hear it in the episodes, but not in the gaff. I still don't believe you. Yeah, look. There's no way of proving it for either of us. Right, we get a lie detector test in there. Would you do a lie detector test? Hundred percent. Detector. That's all, folks. <laughs> Would you do one? No. On the podcast? No. Why? So I don't trust you. <laughs> and that be the truth. I don't need to lie about that. Tell oh, the truth. I don't trust them. Oh, incriminate the bitch. Oh, like I'll be there. You be doing a stretch up. Be there. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> I do a word, yeah. Would you? Yeah. 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 I would. I would. Right. Uh, how do we go onto that topic? I don't know. We're always at that. The smoke alarm. Yeah. No, yeah, man. In the gaff? Yeah. Open the box room. Yeah. Yeah, no. What do you want about the smoke alarm? Because the noise is in the gaff. The creaks. Yeah. So listen to me. See when you're at home tonight. Sorry, yeah. See when you're at home tonight. Sit there and you But I hear them all the time. But I know it's the I know now it's the gaff settling or I can tell when it's something else. It's just that you focus on the noise. If you want to hear something, you'll hear it. Is it one of them? Yeah, but I know, like I've often sat there and I'll be watching something and I'll hear it. And like I know I I acknowledge it, but I don't pay any attention to it, if that makes sense. I've heard it. But do you ever be in someone else's gaff or they're in your gaff and they hear it and they're like, what's that noise? And you're like, it's grand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It creeps me bollocks out me in someone else's gaff and you're like, are you sure now there's not bleeding? 
a ghost upstairs or something. Right, how do we go on that? Open that bedroom. There's no way you should be able to rent another gaff and there's a room you can't go into. You're paying for the, every fucking square inch in that gaff. So that's what's happening, ho. She's saying she can hear noises. That's you can't. You're a lawyer. You're, you're a Tim Ralph, I love, yeah? It's in your head. But, but I'll tell you the gospel truth. Your mate's uncle's banging her out. Yeah. And he doesn't want to open the door and you shouldn't know about it and there is none of your business. But when the gaff's freezing, I understand, right? And the Jack and Jill is fucking skyrocketing. Me bollocks, she should be able to go in and close the window. Yeah. You shouldn't just, have to put the I'm heat. only letting her know the reason why he's not opening it is because he's buying her out. And that's a fact. You can't say it's none of our business if she lived in the gaff. Imagine the gaff gets spun. 95% chance that's what he's doing, though, yeah? Yeah, but if the gaff gets spun, she's getting dragged out of bed. A hundred cement, and it's always at six o'clock in the morning. Of course. It's never at seven, it's never at five. Yeah. It's six in the morning. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Rudely awake. Rude up. Knocking on the door. Yeah, you'd be blessed, wouldn't you? Blessed if you get the door <laughs> knocked down. You know what they do? They pretend to knock, so they give it two, yeah, three little taps. Yeah, they do knock no, the door. No, asleep. No. And then they go, we knocked. They knock boom. at the door, but with a ram, they go, boom, boom. Oh, we knocked at the door and now it's open. Yeah. Convenient enough, isn't it? Your door's in half. <laughs> Things are getting bleeding. <laughs> Samsung Fold 4 down at the door there. Things in bits. <laughs> right. Yeah. Questions right. done. No, there's more. There was another one. Lads, I'm not from Dublin. And I don't know what half of the slang you use means. Has there ever been a culture in inverted commas word that you don't understand? No, none that's coming to me head now. But if you say some, I bet you'll go, oh, yeah. Yeah, do you ever hear culture saying hello to their friend and they say, well, sham. Yeah, I've heard that. That yeah. bugs the life out. I get like itchy when I hear Boy. people saying that. I don't know. Just, like, just say it. We go out up? going, what's up, bro? Yeah, what's up means like, you go to America and say, what's up, do you know what that means? Like, what's up is a general term. All oh, right, sham. Look, what's that even mean, you big tick? <laughs> no, I like that, I like that, will you? Start using it then. Oh, yeah, but I'd be ringing you now. Well, sham. Yeah. What's the story, Gavin? Like, what's the story with you? I like that, well, sham. I like your culture accent there. Do you like that, well, sham? Uh, another one is... Uh, oh, yeah, we have one, actually. Remember, you tried to get me to know. It's yeah. playing the evening. Come on. Queer. Queer. Yeah. Yeah, no, what's queer. that? That's like... I don't know. I think it means very, but... We have a culture in here, Siobhan. Siobhan's What's from... What's uh, I mean? Connemara. Strange. Strange. I don't think so, because in the context I've heard it, it doesn't make sense for it to be strange. So like, some people say, like, that was quite good or quite bad. Strangely but, good, strangely bad. That's a weird way of using it, isn't it? No. Strangely I've often bad. heard you saying strangely. Yeah, not strangely bad. <laughs> what did you say? I don't know. <laughs> like, you so might I, say like you, when you I might say you, then you had a loud sign on your head. Do you want to? Do you want to go and get something to eat? And I was like, strangely enough, I was actually going to ring you and ask you, do you want to go? Up yeah, you know, that yeah. But so you say strangely bad, and you expected something to be good. You were like, ah, oh, strangely, it was bad. Right, you I'm know, gonna, I'm gonna make a note every time you use that. Then strangely bad, I've never. I'll be ringing you like, well, sham, strangely, <laughs> Eddie Hearn fucked a boxy flea. You know what I mean? But quiet is one. That's a big Wexford one. Um, and then do we know any other culture ones? I have one here. What? Oh, have you got? It? Yeah, but I don't know if it's a culture word, but I often hear cultures use this. Yeah, do you know when they're ordering something in the chipper? Yeah, they don't say chips. They say chip. So they say like, give us a garlic cheese chip. I do that. I do. You're that. a culture, bro. Me? Yeah. Of everyone in the world. Yeah, you. You're, you're a culture. That me didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, and culture, culture. You're a culture. A garlic cheese chip. Why would you say chip? There's yeah. chips in it. Plural. Yeah, Multiple and I, I, I would only say it if I was getting that because if I'm getting a bag of chips, let's say, or yeah. say a single. Yeah. Do you get me? And we had this conversation with Christy Dignam. Amy says uh, curry chip. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, give us a garlic cheese chip. And then what yeah, happens but to like, chipper? Curry chip. What do you always say? Yeah, so uh, the <laughs> local chipper, yeah. <laughs> 
once you did it on the phone and they're just washing money they're just washing money that's yeah they're definitely not washing their hands anyways <laughs> but once you did it on the phone and twice it happened in person right. you went in and you went can I get a quarter pound of chips and your man said no and he gave you like a batter sausage a garlic sauce and a bottle of coke and I was like what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> and Tanner's like, I don't know. So every time you go in and order, your man will say like, no, I'll give you this instead. It's like, is it he's compromising? So the theory I came to is they're not worried about customer service because it's not there to make money. It's just there to wash money. Yeah. So I'm like, there's no way he's like this for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes he go in and go, give us a chicken burger, chips, and he go, no, I'll give you a quarter pound and a pat of sausage. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> but I'm not fussy. Do you get yeah, me? once you get fed, you're happy. Yeah, do you know what so I mean? Every time you go in, you're like, can I get a donut kebab? And no, your man's just like, no, you can't yeah, get that. No, you're not getting that. So what we have is you can have that and that. And I'll put them on now. So, like, but it's a chip. Like, why do you have a menu if I can't get them things? <laughs> yeah, you know what so I mean? That's a, that's a theory I can't do. They're just... So it should be a laundry instead of a chip-off. Yeah, yeah the they're doing that much washing. washing the eye, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that was another one. Hang on, there's one more. Can we send you both on a city break and have Go Loud lads record the whole thing? I want to see Terry Flower wandering <laughs> around in Lisbon or Vienna and Calvin trying to explain to him how to be a tourist. Yeah, loads of people have shown that like, like an idiot abroad type of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's been suggested a lot. Yeah, I do it, yeah. I do it. We're going to Sweden. Fuck's sake. We're going to Sweden, Terry. Books.com now, I swear my man's life I will. Yeah, remember your man texts us and he's like, they're doing flights from the end of March or something like that. Yeah, so we'll look yeah. into it at the end of March. They're they doing one-way flights, he said. Oh, single flights. Because remember I said to you, we tried to book it. And you had to still stop off. And I had to yeah, stop yeah, off yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not stopping off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So your man, someone texts us there and saying that they're doing a flat direct, flight. Like, direct flights. Yeah, yeah, direct yeah. flights straight yeah. over. We'll go. We'll go, bro. I mean, man's like, oh, we, have go. we have oh, to go. We have to go, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, I'll look into it. I heard it's man expensive in them cubes. City break, where would you go if you haven't went there? Stockholm. Now where's there in Dublin, pal? There is there the city in, in Europe. Is it, yeah? Since when when did you look that one up? Mad to make it up. Right yeah, of Is it true? No. What's it's top five? Vienna is definitely more expensive than Dublin. Can we get a fact check there? Vienna. This is my only chance of being getting one over on Calvin. Vienna is definitely there. We're getting a fact check. Here we go. Old can we get a drum roll, please? Oh. Here we go. Doors, doors opening. opening. Sorry, yeah, I was close. Did I say Vienna is there? Oh, I meant to say, uh, not Vienna, what's the other one yeah, that's in Switzerland? Fuck. Geneva, that's what I meant to say. Where's Dublin in that list? Six, that's not bad, bro. Elf, so it's less, than, it's less than Stockholm. Yeah, Europa League. Uh, yeah. I meant to say fucking Geneva. That old chestnut. Yeah, I knew it was Switzerland, bro. When I, I went. meant to say Zurich. Did you, yeah? Where's Zurich? Switzerland. Yeah, you're blessed. Bless. Yeah, yeah, I'm at the in the gap reading the map, yeah. the globe. Bro. Give me one country, I'll tell you the city. No. <laughs> one, give no. me one. No, you give you one city, you tell the country, you mean. No, give, do it the other way around. Give me a country, I'll tell you the capital. Colombia. <laughs> right, come on. I'm What's so not happy with question? you about that. No, not next question. You know, Joe's now like randomly calling and ring me at like half one in the morning going, Do you remember the time on the podcast yeah. you tell me you know, you know the capital of every country and I believed you? Yeah. And it, so I thought that'd be like a party piece. You're one of them mad obsessive people. Mm. So I thought like you just got obsessed with this and you knew every capital in. No, it's not true. No, I didn't yeah. know any of them. No, you knew none of them. But, you but in, my head, in my head, I was like, imagine like if I do. Do you get me? Because I love like, you okay. capitals. Like, I love like... Capital of Columbia. Yeah, I don't know that one. That's yeah, why I didn't even answer it. Go. What is it? I think it's... You don't even know. You can't do it if you don't know. Bottega. Is that it? The capital of India. Come on. New Delhi. 
Yeah, New Delhi. Yes. How about that? That's Ask me another show. one. Go on. Like capital of Indonesia. I'll give you 30 quid cash if you get that. Indonesia? Yeah. 30 quid cash. I swear me my as well if it's on the podcast. It's here in front of you. Indonesia. The capital is definitely that place that has the big huge two towers together. They're like one of the tallest buildings in the world. It's a... Uh, oh, that's going to kill me. Uh, I'm going to have to start giving you... It starts with a K. Definitely starts with a K. Nine. Um, eight. Seven, six. A Satchel K. If Satchel K, if they give me 15 quid. Ten, three, right. two, one. Capital of Indonesia. Basaje. Capital of eating his phone. Yeah. Did you ever get that? No, I thought it was Katharta or something like that. Yeah, it was close. It's definitely the place where it has to be two towers in it. Was it Jakarta? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Jakarta. I fucking knew that, bro. I would have got that. Well, you didn't. There's teeth marks on your screen now. <laughs> um, right, so we have Terence's uh, journal. You wouldn't know it was Terence's journal anyways. His fucking name is on every square inch of the thing. <laughs> like, literally, it's curved and all. Where it needs to curve, it's curved around words. Do you know when I found that? Yeah. I just couldn't help but think, why did I keep writing my own name on it? Like, it's literally all over the front. But I think right? everyone's journal looked like that, did it? Like the front was definitely in bits on mine, but I didn't have like Terence on every, or like Calvin well, on like, every page. Like, like, it literally says the history of the school, right? Opening prayer, the life of Edmund Royce, all this shit. And it just says Terence on every page. Terence. <laughs> Terence. <laughs> it literally says Terence on every, like there's a, a, a section there for, you have to give a reason why I like the school. And it just says Terence. There's a thing there, like a code of conduct for class behavior. Terence. Anti-bullying charter. Terence. <laughs> right? Yeah, I wonder why I did that. Personal record, name, Terence Power, address. Yeah. Mm. And you know what? So the first line of the address, yeah, says blah, 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 park. Yeah. See that, bro? Redact that. So no one sends any bleed bomb threats to your mask. Have. And then the second line says. Swing right lane. He was on the podcast last week. Go on. Second line says Terence Power, Terence Power. Home phone number. Guess what you put down for that? It wasn't my name, was it? No prices for guessing. Terence Power. It? it literally says Terence Power on everything. You put your ma's number there and a name. I'm going to take that number down. <laughs> Ring your ma there, give a load of bogeys. <laughs> and then you just have your name everywhere, right? So the reason why you brought this in, Terry, is because there was a load of notes you were getting, wasn't Yeah, there? I was telling you I found the journal and I produced our own said, I think you should bring that journal in and let us read them on the podcast. And I said, no problem. You had to watch out to write down here your homeworks, did you? homework on the left I think and then the right side was for like notes and it says completed and there's check marks and all who's checking off your homework I checked them off did you yeah bring in Matt's book that's twice I'm about to say that in a row <laughs> why didn't you not bring in that Matt's book don't know I remember you said to me now at the start I won't be able to read any of this and I was like oh, I'll be grand I'll give her a bash like Jesus Christ it's like John when the doctor gives you a prescription yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. a squiggly line that's what yeah. that is like how would you stop, how would you both send that home to your man your man's supposed to know what it says yeah uh, one of the notes here, right? So there's a good few of them. It was all quiet there for the first couple of weeks, Terry. You are doing well. Yeah, Getting yeah. sick notes off a doctor or off I the teacher. I was hiding the journal, to be honest with you. Yeah. So the, <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't write it, did you get me? So this one here. So this is all in the one week. This thing's like a Harry Potter book that's, yeah. that's been written in the one week. So on the Monday, refused to do any work, got pages, copy, etc. I don't know what the rest of that says. <laughs> Detention tomorrow and anyways you got, right? Yeah. So the Tuesday when you already have detention. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't turn up to the attention, I bet you. Returned to class and distracted everyone by juggling pens. See, I always say that was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Good at juggling. Yeah. That's my secret hobby that no one knows about. I can juggle. Right. So after 
juggling the pens, sent again to office. Terrence turned off the lights on the way out. <laughs> Childish. But then I said, excellent cooperation. <laughs> so In the same message? Yeah. Do they mean hand eye coordination? <laughs> yeah. So the juggling pens, fella. On the tour site, it says, refuse to do penalty sheet, threw it on the floor. <laughs> do you remember any of this? Yeah. I can remember all of them. Yeah. But like, it's like when I read them, I can remember them. But but I can't remember why. Do you get me? What was like, the penalty sheet? You'd be like, get that away, you think? Yeah, I remember just being like, penalty sheet, will you stop and throw it? Like, do you get me? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I remember, like, I can remember that clear, but I'm like, I don't know why. Do you get me? Yeah. And then beside that one, though, it says, morning, excellent behaviour. So far today, making a good effort in class, and it was signed by the teacher. Was it the teacher or was it Jill? It was Jill. Yeah. That's your SNA? That was me, SNA. So, any good notes in that whole journalist from Jill? Yeah, worked hard and behaved well all day. And I'm signed with Jill as well. Yeah. Right, this one, it says, so Jill actually left a bad note on this one. It I says, refuse to go to another room to do work. And then the teacher signed 13 to the 10th, oh nine. Oh nine. So 14 years this year. That's yeah. when I was in school, yeah. Terrence can't find his geography book. Can you please check at home? But it's all scribbled. So I'm not sure who scribbled it. Oh, it's most likely me. <laughs> do you get me? Then on the tour say, the 15th and the 10th. Terence was writing on the classroom wall. This was, this has only been repainted. <laughs> and this behavior is totally unacceptable. Do you remember what you were writing on the wall? I don't remember what was writing on the wall. But you no, remember? But I'd imagine it was my name. Yeah, do you remember? <laughs> That's how they knew it was you. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't trying to hide it. Like, yeah, I do remember. I, have a, I still do things like that to this day. I don't go around writing on people's walls. But like, if I see a wall, yeah, if I go into a room, if say I come in here now tomorrow, yeah, and there's a wall that has a wet paint sign on it, I won't touch the wall with my index finger and I will put my whole hand on the wall. This is easy way. Yeah, and then take my hand off. And it's like, I don't know, it's like eight times out of ten, they just left the sign up. Yeah. But sometimes you can take it off and you, I don't know, it's just like, ah, I just want to. Right, so that was, that was last week. I'm on to the next week now, yeah? Yeah. This is the 19th at the 10th, oh nine, yeah? It's the dates on them. Yeah, on some of the nerves, yeah. Terrence scribbled on the wall with pen, damage and skill property. The next week? <laughs> yeah. So you were caught doing it on the Thursday and said, fuck that, I'm going to do it again on the Monday. <laughs> oh, stop. I think it's mad that they're leaving notes and like, Terrence walked well today. Like, why would you bother saying that? Yeah. Like, why would you... so I th- what, what I was saying is, I think it's like, because it was a rarity, they have to write it down. If that makes sense. And then on the Wednesday, there's one here signed by the teacher and it just says, used bad language. <laughs> Childish, that one. That's not what we're home about. No. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. a good one. <laughs> 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 well, I can't believe they quoted it. There's no date on this one, right? <laughs> and it says, <laughs> when asked to pay attention... <laughs> when asked to pay attention replied what are you shooting about and it's in quotes <laughs> I remember that as well yeah I remember that as well what was it you don't know I remember I was just acting the bollocks yeah and they were like I'm going to write a note and I was like what are you shooting about what are you shooting about like it's a note in a journal do you get me yeah this one on the 20th of the 11th oh nine. So you know when the final date is on these, don't you? 
I think like it, it just stops the notes just stop at a certain page. So that was your cutoff point. I that was so, that was yeah. your cameo in secondary school. I think so. Yeah. So uh, Terence made it impossible to teach the class today. Very disruptive. Yeah. I used I was, to get told it was disruptive, but I used to be just talking to people that were talking to me, and I was like, "That's disruptive." I'm like, "Who am I disrupting?" Yeah. Now I used to be. I think they used to make a sound that you're worse than you were. No, I don't. I don't mean in you, but yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, you were disruptive. And like, I'm, I used to be reading that and I go home and I'm like, my man and dad probably think I'm standing up in front of the class saying, hey, everyone look at me, don't look at the teacher. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you'd be like, yeah, did you see the match? That was mad, wasn't it? And then they'd be like, yeah, did you see Ronaldo's goal? And I'm like, yeah. who am I disrupting? They were know talking what to they me. Did before I finished school, so the last couple of months or the last couple of weeks, the my desk was outside the classroom door, yeah? And they left the door open and I was looking into the whiteboard and I was on a... A structured timetable. So we would start at school at say nine o'clock and finish school at half eleven every day. So I was in school for two and a half hours a day. That was just like the final straw. I was like, right, good luck to Terence refuses to do any walk and is very disruptive and is giving cheek while I am writing this. <laughs> what were you saying? I don't know, I just remember I can't remember that one specifically, but I, I any teacher that was like Give me a journal. I felt like they always had, like, they were looking down on you. So they have your journal in the hand and they're like, now, here's your note. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. It was probably something stupid anyways. Was there other people acting the bollocks in the class as well? Or no, you, like, because... Was it definitely was, always you? Yeah, it was all, It was only me because there was the low class, the middle class, and the high class. And yeah. The high class. Yeah. So I was doing higher level, everything. Yeah. So and everyone in there everyone, less like, likely to be messers. They were, yeah. they were all geeks, like, yeah. Know? And then there was me down the back of the class, like, and I was, yeah. So, and you know, I, you were I the usual suspect. Asked yeah. them that I didn't want to do high level everything, and they were like, "Well, tough shit." Like, that's yeah. What they but that's why you don't want to be doing in skill. Yeah. Do you get me? There's a lesson for us. There you go. God is love. Thirty penis. Fuck that. Out. That's some size journal, by the way. That's fucking huge. Constitution should be like that. Yeah, it probably is. Constitution is shorter than that. It's only a small book, I think. Have you read it? No. Bit of a reader. Uh, Something serious you want to touch on is so Simon Harris, I think he's the um he's the standing minister of justice at the minute. I think Helen McInerney's out on leave. Um so I've been following the last few weeks, there's been a big push for decriminalisation. Mm-hmm. You know, Lynn is a big advocate for that. There's been conversations going on and there's a, a citizens council as well, a citizens assembly, sorry, about it. So you're thinking, Jesus, we're really moving in the right direction here. And then Simon Harris came out a couple of days ago and said that Anybody who uses drugs is directly responsible for the crime and the victims of crime associated with drug use and drug dealing, etc. And these gangs, which is fucking ridiculous. So we're pushing forwards, we're being very progressive, and he's taking this stance that they're being conservative about this kind of war on drugs approach. So something I was reading about there is they're going to be uh, really crack- cracking down and ramping up guard presence. So they're putting undercover guard in pubs and nightclubs to ensure that the nightclubs are enforcing the law and they're going to be checking in the toilets and all and people using drugs. You know what I mean? And we've had so many people on this podcast using drugs and one thing they all say is no guard that ever stopped them taking drugs. Yeah. So people that are going to take drugs, whether they're legal or illegal, people are going to take drugs. All you're doing then is committing resources to the wrong area, you're over-policing and then you're causing more problems for the courts and the justice system and in the prison system then as well. Because people are going to get arrested for possession, stupid charges like possession, while you're in possession of less than a gram of cocaine. What's the point in even processing that? Like, do you know what I mean? That's clearly personal use. It's like five steps forward and ten steps back. You know, And the neck of him to even come out and say, you're responsible. There's a lot of people out there that take drugs, and we know that 
drugs don't discriminate. They don't care what colour you are, they don't care what race you are, they don't care what gender you are. A lot of people do drugs. And this come from somebody who doesn't do them. So you think I'd have the moral high ground. I couldn't give a bollocks who does and doesn't do drugs. If you want to do that, you're a fully grown adult. That's up to you. But for him to come out and say, you're directly responsible for this. No, you're responsible for fucking making the law. Decriminalise it. Because you decriminalise it, then you take the funds away from criminal gangs. And it stops the fucking violence then. So that's the approach we should be taking. They're just so fucking regressive in this country. It's now a touch statement though, isn't it? Oh, completely. Do you know what I mean? And what you're trying to do is shame people. Oh, I have an addiction. Oh, I like to take drugs on the weekend. I work 40 hours a week. I'm going to take it. I'm going to roll a joint, smoke a joint. I might go out and have a bag or whatever. Look, at the people's issues. They can handle them themselves. You have the resources there. You commit money to the wrong areas. And the bleeding law needs to be changed to decriminalise it because you take the funds away. The war on drugs has never been won. It's just constantly raging on and there's millions and billions being pumped into it and there's the wrong people getting locked up and it's just an endless cycle of a person is going to use drugs no matter what. No matter what. A person who's going to take drugs is going to take drugs. They're completely illegal now and they're still taking them. Yeah. So why not decriminalise them? If you catch someone carrying less than a gram or even higher, I don't know, maybe less than three grams in, in any drug, it's personal use in my opinion. Nobody's going around selling that. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So decriminalise it. You're just causing more hassle. Mm-hmm. Don't you read it, you're just like, what planet are you living on? Yeah, it's just, it's, like I said, it's just completely how a toucher is. You know what I mean? That's a mad statement to make. I hadn't even heard about that until you had to say it. Like, you know mm. what I mean? That's mental. That like. And when they're saying that they're going to put undercover guard in nightclubs and all. Like, what's the point in that? Do you know what I mean? They, they were at the festivals and all. So, and even that, Oh, I'm not even getting into it. Remember at, at EPD, we were supposed to be doing the, the tents and then we were heard there's going to be undercover guard at the tents and stuff For like drug that. testing, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, ah. But it really annoyed me the fact that we walk, like we always talk about like drug use and uh, reform and drug policies in Ireland. Yeah. Because we've suffered so much from it. And then they start the conversation on decriminalisation and he goes completely the other way. And you're like, are you for real? Like, nobody, nobody come out and shot them down for having that conversation. Everyone's like, Jesus, that's very progressive, open thinking. And they have the studies and the data from other countries who do it, the back her up. And then he comes out and goes, actually, we're going completely the opposite way. We're going to ramp down on people that's fucking taking drugs. Mm. Because we can't catch the drug dealers in the act. Fuck off. Like, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to shake. Yeah, direct over it. Right, we wrap this one up. Yeah. So that's episode one thirteen, one one three. Yeah, uh, just the two of us this week. All right, we wrap up and see us next week, Terry. Yeah, take us out there, Kino. Boom. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Light app. The hip knocker. Go down, go down, go down.